prepare a full account of your stewardship. No one would want anyone in our life probably to say prepare a full account of anything, but especially of our stewardship, particularly when it comes to our stewardship of God, our relationship with Him, every good gift we've ever been given. And this struck me this week, this gospel passage on stewardship, because I was talking to my friend who's a priest in the Salina Diocese, and at his parish there's a prison, and he goes every Thursday with the men and offers mass for them. They bring a lot of guys into the Catholic Church in prison, by the way, who receive baptism and confirmation and First Holy Communion. And he always preaches on this gospel the week after, so he'll be preaching on this on Thursday. But he told me, you know, he one time talked to them about stewardship, and it's not like what you would get at the normal parish mass, right? Time, talent, treasure, do what you can, which is all good. He had to think, though, he's like, you know, when it comes to relating to the prisoners in this way about stewardship, I, I challenged him, and he did. He said, you know, think about how much time and energy you put in to the sins and the crimes that we've done, right? Like, how many late nights were you on your own little stakeout, basically, waiting for whatever? Or how many contacts did you made so that you could, you know, do something eventually that maybe even got you here? Or how much investment did you have in sinful things or things that would pass away? He said, when are you going to start hustling for God? <laughs> that was his word. And it's so funny. You know, we don't think about that. But if we really looked at our life in account of stewardship, none of us can make that account perfectly. But if we were honest with our Lord, yeah, how much effort am I willing to put into you, God, versus everything else in my life? And in everything else in my life, am I willing to do it for your glory? For your glory. Every relationship, every opportunity, everything. Can I make it for your glory or not? Am I ready to make a full account of stewardship? Well, the traditional way to talk about stewardship, of course, is time, talent, and treasure. And I love that, the triple threat, the triple T, time, talent, and treasure. But here's how time, talent, and treasure have been hitting me this week. When it comes to time, all we have, of course, is right now, the present moment. We don't have the past anymore. We can't affect that. The future doesn't exist. All we have is right now. And what we do with right now matters. The only other moment we're guaranteed besides the one that we're in is our final moment on earth. So we have two moments, now and our final moment. And someday those two moments are going to become the same, the same moment. I had an experience of that this week with a call to the hospice house. So our parish covers not a prison, but Olathe Medical Center's campus. And the hospice house is there, and when a priest is needed, they call me first. And it's such a, a grace to be able to go in and pray with people. And normally, when I go in and pray with somebody, they're asleep. It's very rare that I get, get to actually talk to someone. But I was called in for an amazing woman, and I got to talk to her. And she had been away from the faith for a long time. And she... I was excited to see me. She was almost surprised that a priest would even come. And I was able to give her the anointing of the sick, of course, and the apostolic pardon, which is what I would want any of my own loved ones to have at that moment. And she told me about her life, and she explained how 
her children who weren't raised in the faith experienced her ex-husband's death. And now in his final moments, he received Holy Communion. And here he was, one way before that sacrament, and then experienced the love of Jesus in that powerful moment. Light came over his face. And of course, she wanted Holy Communion. (laughs) And I don't blame her, and I want to give it to her. But I wasn't coming from our parish. I was coming from somewhere else when I visited her. So I said, okay, I'm coming back. So when I came back and brought Holy Communion, Jesus Christ with me in that sacrament, I go to the door, and it's cracked open. And of course, I don't just barge in. I knock. But I hear another chaplain, one I know, who's not Catholic, but he's great, giving her the beautiful invitation to Jesus that's laid out in the Gospel of John chapter 3, verse 16, that God so loved the world that he sent his only son. And I look back on that now. I wasn't this astute in that moment, but I look back on it now and I'm like, wow. Here she is having the word of God proclaimed to her. And that's a living word, a powerful word. And now that line from Revelation, I stand at the door and knock starts hitting me. Because here Jesus is, body, blood, soul, and divinity, about to act on his word and come to her in this way. And when I was with her the first time, she was by herself. Now this time she has her children with her. And she had just lost a son earlier this spring. So her son and daughter are there. And she received our Lord Jesus Christ in Holy Communion for the first time in a long time. And some of us know what that's like. First time in a long time. And it was so precious. She said, now I have peace. She said, Father, go home and write in your notebook that you got one back. (laughs) God is so good. I want that for everyone you love. What we do with the present moment, the time we have now determines that final moment because eventually that final moment's going to come and we don't always get to prepare. We don't always get a plan out. But if we live for Christ right now, if now ends up being our last one, thanks be to God we can be ready. So when we consider stewardship of our time, I want you to think about that final moment. I did a funeral committal yesterday at a cemetery in Kansas City, Kansas, and I knew one of the, the people pretty well who was in the family, and I was remarking to him because he shared some words about our Lord's mercy, divine mercy, and it just hit me really hard because it's real. I started praying with people when I go into their hospital room or their home when I give them last rites now. This beautiful prayer at the end of the Divine Mercy Chaplet, which we prayed just between Masses today. And it goes, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Mortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. The mercy of Jesus Christ is so real. 
It is so, so real. And if you're struggling with that right now, just turn your heart over to it. Because his heart is wounded and open for love of you. I love that so much. And then I remarked to the guy yesterday at the funeral, if he's ever thought about how many Hail Marys he's said in his whole lifetime and how many Hail Marys his loved one has said. And in that prayer, of course, we pray, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners or our sinners either way now and at the hour of our death. And she does pray for us now and at the hour of our death. And so many people who love us pray for us now and at the hour of our death. So if we want to be good stewards of time, we need to be a steward of the present moment and the final moment because someday those will be the same. But of course, we also have to be good stewards of our talents when we think of talents, we think of the abilities that we have, and it's so true. What can I do for the glory of God and the love of my neighbor? What can I do? Well, something we don't always think about is the talent you have and the relationships that you've been given. We think about our talents in terms of, like, skills we have, right? But so many of our talents we have to use, like, an art, a craft. We have to hone them. And that's part of what a relationship is. And you have the talent of a relationship. There are someone in your life right now that if you reached out to him today, you could do so and you could encourage and you can love in a way no one else could today. When it comes to stewardship of those talents, that's what I want you to consider this week. Who in your life could you encourage or reach out to in a way no one else could? And of course, there's stewardship of treasure. It always feels like when we talk about time, talent, and treasure, that like this is the one the priest is waiting to get to. <laughs> and of course, we're in a capital campaign, so yeah, money's great. It is. But thanks be to God, Jesus Christ shows us what real treasure is. Jesus is the treasure buried in the field. Jesus Christ is the pearl of great price. Jesus Christ is our treasure. And we need to every day admit that. Because otherwise we get into a relationship with Jesus that's a transaction-based relationship. He's given me everything, I owe him everything. That's not all it is. I do this for you, Jesus, you owe me this. That's not what it's about. Our relationship with Jesus is not simply a transaction. It's a love affair. It's a family relationship that defines every other relationship we have. And so if Jesus Christ is not our treasure today, that's the full account we need to make more than any other. Why isn't Jesus everything? Why isn't Jesus enough? Why can't everything in my life be done for him? Why do I make him a competitor with everything I do? I was reminded of this when I was chaplain at St. Thomas Aquinas High School, and you know, they have a chapel there, like our, our uh, Catholic schools do, with the Blessed Sacrament. And I was always struck, there'd be these teachers who would, when they come to school, 
The first thing they do, they go to the chapel before they go to their classroom, and they'd spend just a moment with Jesus. And the first thing, well, the thing they do then last in the day before they went home is go spend a moment with Jesus in the chapel. It was their witness that challenged me to consider each day, is Jesus Christ my treasure? And so, of course, their witness either could be followed or not. And I got challenged to make sure that's what I did. Every time I went into that building, I wanted to visit Jesus. And now I live with him in a unique way because there's a chapel in the rectory. And as a parish, you know, that's always on my heart because we don't have a tabernacle here in the, the stage right now. But Jesus Christ wants our visit. He wants that recognition of a relationship. But you don't have to just go before the Blessed Sacrament, although that is such a gift. You can do that every time the grace of God strikes your heart and you acknowledge him. He is your treasure. So this week when we think about being good stewards of taking care of what we have in front of us, I want you to think about that present moment, your final moment. I want you to think about the talent of the relationships you have and the way you can show love and influence like none other. And I want you to think about the greatest treasure you have, Jesus Christ.